Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Gerald, the boss man show. We're going to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies with Omari Sankofa of the Athletic in Memphis. Omari, and you told me it's been hiding in, in, the, in the 901. Now it's calming down for you a little bit, man. Are you happy about that? Can hey, go right around 240 with your windows down now? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. It's been just so humid up here, man. Uh, you know, it's been raining a bit, and, you know, things are definitely feeling a bit better out here. Yes, indeed. Well, Mario, how would you grade the Grizz offseason so far, man? I, I mean, you, you, you're on 
actually at the season there at the closing of the like availability, you have JB out there talking, you know, and Chris Wallace and. I hear a woes bomb on my phone that they're both been responsible for reassigned, JB fired, and I'm thinking, what the heck's going on in Memphis? You know, let's see, here we go again. But they seem to recover real nicely, man, and get, kind of get draft picks, make good draft, get John Moran as well, make some nice trades there. So, well, how how would you grade the offseason so far for the grades based on how it started at the last day of the season? Yeah, no, I mean, I would, I would give it an A minus. Yeah, I think, uh, obviously getting John Moran the second overall pick, uh, you know, you get some luck given that they had the ace best odds, but John Moran enabled them to finally move on from the Mike Conley era, which, you know, kind of fizzled out over the last two seasons missing the playoffs and him being hurt and whatnot. Uh, I mean, they just made a lot of smart moves. Uh, you know, the return they got from Marcus back in February was great. And, uh, you know, they were able to get additional, uh, players in, in return for the package they got from Mark. They they added Anthony Melvin from Phoenix. They got Grayson Allen from Utah. They added several draft picks. They you know they got a couple from Phoenix. They got a first rounder from Utah. Uh, you know one of which became Brandon Clark, who was a summer league MVP, a, a player that I think fits perfectly next to Jan Jackson Jr. And there's just a lot of smart, forward-thinking trades that really put this franchise on the course to be competitive again in a few years. I think some people probably could have argued that they should have done this sooner, but ultimately it took a front office change, as you mentioned, for that to happen. And it definitely seems like Zach Kleiman and the rest of the front office have the, the right thing in mind as far as getting this franchise back on track. Yeah, Omari, like you like you mentioned, the, the draft piece of Memphis was pretty much dry. The cupboard's been dry because Chris Wallace has mortgaged the future by giving up picks to, to get veteran aging players, second-round picks for different guys, man. So having to restock that draft cupboard helps you have assets to make the right deal to bring in a veteran and or get who you need to get off a contract or something like that. So I think what climbing did, restocking that draft cupboard, is going to help in multiple ways. It definitely will. They, so, uh, Chris Wallace has given a two-second-round pick back in January for Justin Holliday, who was ultimately a half-season rental as a shooter. He's with the uh, Pacers now. And then a couple of years ago, he gave up a first-round pick to Boston for Jeff Green, and they still have to convey that pick to Boston either next year or the year after. So they entered the summer with a uh, draft pick deficit, and now they have a draft pick surplus. You know, as I mentioned, they got uh, two from Utah, one of which became Brennan Clark in this past draft, the other which is uh, protected and will likely convey in 2022. They got the uh, additional first-rounder from Golden State with Grazi Vidalite that will likely convey in 2024. And, uh, you know, they got a couple seconds from Phoenix, as I mentioned. You know, just, just really smart moves. You, know, you need draft picks to rebuild in today's NBA. They have such a young core of John Jones still only being 19. So uh, you can essentially add, you know, two more, you know, starters with those first round picks, you know, for the next four seasons. And, uh, you know, all these guys are on the same timeline. Uh, it's really smart planning for them. Now, Amara, do you feel that they'll get a first-round pick for, I- for Iggy or not? Or will they just have to go and release him and Dwight Howard and just eat, eat the money and let those guys go and sign wherever they want to sign come September, October? The Iggy situation is tough because at the end of the day, he is 36 and well, he's 35, he's 36 in January, and he is making $17 million. He's still a good player. He's still a good defender, a good playmaker. Uh, the teams that reportedly are looking to trade for him, uh, the Clippers and Houston, 
just gave up a lot of draft picks for Paul George and Russell Westbrook. So it's tough to see them giving up an additional draft pick for Igor Dollar, who will be a free agent next summer. And, you know, pretty much if you don't win a championship this year, you give up a draft pick, essentially for no reason, because you may not get him back next summer. Uh, so it's it's really tough for me to see why either of those teams will give up a first round. I don't even know if they have a first round to give up. Uh, you know, Dallas also reportedly is interested in trading for Iguodala, and they couldn't give up a first round pick, but they gave up first rounders in pursuit of Christoph Kuzingis. And in my mind, they are still not quite a championship contender. They may see expectations, but they're still not quite there yet. So it's tough for me to see the incentive to them also to give up a first rounder when they've already given up uh, first rounders this past season. More than likely, you know, you're probably looking at a second-round pick. You know, maybe you can get a player in return. Maybe you can't. But ultimately, they just make a $17 million a year. These are teams that don't have a surplus of cap space. So part of me is a little skeptical that uh, there's a deal out there that makes sense for Memphis. Yes, indeed. And also, the Grizzlies are getting free looks at young talent like Josh Jackson, Grayson Allen, those guys. Because we can't look at their cap there. There are a lot of young guys on the roster who – are getting can get a free look this year. They can look at it and say, hey, maybe they, this guy fits. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe you can flip him for a draft pick at the deadline for somebody who's desperate for a body. So I feel like the, the guy getting those free looks for these young talent is going to help Memphis as well, who is obviously rebuilding the roster. I agree. They have a lot of young guys who played before a position. You have Dylan Brooks, you have Kyle Anderson, uh, Brennan Clark. Uh, you know, and then you also have Jake Crowder, who's in the mix. You have. Uh, you know, Jared Johnson is going to be a four for the most part this season. Bruno Caboclo. All those guys should get more minutes than Andre Iguodala, who really, you know, at his, his age and his experience with over playing five straight NBA finals, is overqualified, you know, to be for on, on this team. I see fans talk about him playing the veteran mentorship role, obviously being able to help out on the court. He can be a mentor in theory, but at the end of the day, you know, he's a guy who is in a part of, of his career and, you know, presumably wants to be in a winning situation. Uh, does he want to, uh, you know, play for a team where down his body, uh, you know, on a grizzly team that's not going to contend next season? He has to keep all these things in mind, and at the end of the day, uh, it just doesn't make sense for either side for this partnership to last longer than it needs to. So there's a lot to factor in, but. Yeah, I think I think most people should be able to agree that there's really no reason for Iggy to sit up for the Grizzlies next season. And I saw you put a post about who you think the Grizzlies will play next year, the 240 minutes they'll play. So I want you to kind of share what do you think the rotation will be next year for, for the Grizzlies, based on your article there. Definitely. So they uh, have a pretty straightforward point guard situation with Don Moran obviously being a rookie point guard. You want to get him as many minutes as possible. I believe I had him playing 29. Uh, you know, in actuality, give or take, you know, you may play two or three minutes more than that. But uh, you look at a lot of the high, the high drafted rookie point guards over the last few seasons, uh, a lot of them play around 30, so I thought that was a fair guess for him. And then a few weeks ago, they uh, signed Tyus Jones and restricted free agency, who was one of the better backup point guards in the NBA last season. I'm not sure if John Moran and Tyus Jones will spend much time next to each other since they're both point guards who, you know, are 6'2", 6'3". Uh, they're better as point guards than shooting guards. So uh, Tyus Jones playing, you know, about 19, 18 minutes, uh, you know, just basically playing the rest of the point guard minutes that John Morant won't play. And uh, you get 48 minutes of good point guard play there. 
but they're extremely light at shooting guard. You know, you have Dylan Briggs who has uh, played more small forward than shooting guard, but he's six six, so he can play shooting guard. You know, it's probably your starting shooting guard next season. Uh, you have Grayson Allen who can play shooting guard, who you know obviously was a shooter at Duke. He hasn't shot the ball well in the NBA, but he can shoot the ball. He just has to find his touch. Uh, and then you also have Anthony Dellen, who's more of a combo guy. You know, I think both of those guys can see time at the two. Uh, Jay Crowder, I think, is your starting small forward. It's pretty straightforward. He's a veteran guy. You know, he can shoot the ball. He can play defense at a high level. Uh, you're you're pretty solid there. Uh, you know, he's playing 26 minutes or so. You know, give or take. Jaron Jackson, uh, you know, to me, he is a center long term, but with Jonah Bunch, who's at the five, who's going to start at the five, uh, Jaron starts at the four. He can, you know, defend in space. He's a good shooter. Uh, he's perfectly fine as a four. And uh, had him playing 31, 32 minutes. Uh, then you have Valentinus at the five, who, you know, was very good in Memphis last season. Uh, all in all, I mean, it's a pretty solid starting five. You know, the, the bench is where things get a little bit more uncertain. But, uh, you know, I think I had uh, Kyle Anderson basically playing a six-man role, uh, playing about 26 minutes a game. He's six nine. He can play both four spots. He's a great passer. Uh, pretty good rebounder, good defender. I mean, that's just a really good guy to have in your team. Uh, you know, and then running it out, I mean, Bruno Caboclo, uh, good last year. He's a pretty good rotation guy. Uh, he was a few guys I'm forgetting. I mean, this guy, you know, this team is just, they have so many guys right now. Yeah, uh, they have a, a guy full roster for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, I could go all the way down the list. But for the most part, that's the starting five. It's a good mix of youth and experience. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they'll be very good next season, but they should at least be exciting. You get that right. And being a similar league, uh, how is Coach Jenkins' style for his coaching the team? Is it just like he's running the offense to Coach Bud Randy here in Atlanta and Milwaukee, or he has all little wrinkles going on there in similar league out there? Absolutely. So he's uh, been an assistant over Mike Budenholzer, uh, I believe, for five or six seasons, dating back to Atlanta. And uh, he has some similar philosophies. He likes to you know, the, the three ball up, a uh, little bit of a quicker place, pace. And he likes his bigs to be able to shoot the, the three. So I think we'll see those things next season. I think it'll put pressure on Jaron Jackson, Bruno Caboclo, uh, you know, pretty much all the bigs, even Jonas Valanciunas, to, you know, uh, really get that three-point shot right and be able to hit it at a pretty high rate. And uh, this may be the fastest business <laughs> team we've seen in a while. Uh, they've been, of course, grit and grind, slow it down, rebound, play defense, uh, never a prolific three-point shooting team, but I think this season we'll see them play faster and get more threes up than possibly any other team we've ever seen uh, in Memphis before. If I want a guy for you, man, what's been the buzz around Memphis with those two young cornerstones, Ja Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr., setting the, new, setting the Grizzlies up for a great future here with those two cornerstone pieces? Because you got your point guard and your big man. You need those two things. And I think that us here in Atlanta with Trey Young and John Collins, you guys have the same thing with Ja and Triple J there. No, people are extremely excited. Uh, you know, I start covering the Grizzlies last year and once that playoff uh once the, the, the playoff momentum wore off around December, uh a lot of people checked out, you know, it's just tough to, you know, support a team that is both old and doesn't have a lot of young guys. But the Grizzlies move Jan Jackson is their franchise center, uh, you know, or what's power forward depending on where he ends up. And then John Moran, of course, he had an amazing season at Murray State. Uh, you know, he was the consensus number two pick with a lot of mock drafts. Uh, I think he's really endeared himself to the fan base, even though he's only been here for about two months. And people are excited. I think people, 
will always love grit and grind. I think that'll always have a place in, you know, Memphis hearts. But at the end of the day, people realize that it was time for a new era and to have two 19 year olds who are as talented as John and Jen, uh, you know, like they're in extremely good shape. And I think fans have definitely tuned in and there's a level of excitement here that hasn't been seen in a few years. Well, I look forward to coming to Memphis and seeing you guys play, man. I come over there every now and again uh, when the Hawks are on the road or something like that. So hopefully be some good games to come see the Grizzlies show out and show up. Because I, I remember the old days of coming to Memphis when it was the gritty and grind days, beating the Spurs in the playoffs, the, the growl tiles waving. So I've seen the good of the Memphis Grizzlies. I want to see it again because that environment is one of a kind. Absolutely. I mean, FedEx Forum used to rock, obviously, when you have Zach Randolph and, and Tony Allen leading the charge, and fans are ready to come back and support the team. And, you know, I think, obviously, the Hawks, as you mentioned, with Trey Young, John Collins versus Josh, and versus Jaren and uh, John Morant, you know, I think that would be a really fun matchup between two of the youngest teams in the NBA. Yes, indeed. Well, Mario, you did a great job, my brother. Did you go work at the Athletic in Memphis, man? Keep up the good work, man. I'll talk to you real soon, brother. Hey, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, man. It's Omar Sanko for Hill on the Boss Man Show, covering the Memphis Grizzlies for the Athletic. fans, I got a great album for you. Today we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.